What's your life goal? And have you achieved it? Yeah, I married you. Aw, gross. You really need to go out there and make sure the whole world hates you. My butthole is all over the internet. A fine wine. She keeps me in the basement and pulls me out when she needs me. If I drink Sambuca, he's getting it. I bought a case. Can tell a lot about a person by the way their tits, pussy, or dick looks. You come near my cheeks and it's not going to be a good day for you, homie. (laughs) This is going to be special. Welcome to the Two Onions Podcast with Danny Daniels and Vic. What's up, guys? I'm Danny Daniels, and next to me in his new shirt is my husband, Vic. What does it say this week? Oh, boy. It says, looking at my wife, I think, damn, she's a lucky woman. All right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Two Onions podcast. Um, this is actually our 49th. Yeah, 49th. 49th episode. We were going to do like a recap for our 50th, but this week is actually our four-year anniversary. So yeah. we thought we'd kind of like link it in a little bit early. And we also just crossed 100,000 downloads too. So Yay! Milestone. 100,000 downloads! And I, and I believe a million views on YouTube. So Jesus. Thanks, All right. Guys. Yay! Thank, thank you, guys. You. <laughs> if you're listening to this, please go leave a review. We've had a few reviews that say I talk too much, so that means I'm just going to talk more. <laughs> you should know better. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening um, and supporting the podcast, and I'm glad Very you're enjoying it. Um, it's really cool to have so many people listening to it. Um, and we do like getting your feedback, even if it is the fact that Vic talks too much. You don't even like barely, so whatever. Anyway, so like I said, I wanted to... No one's going to like no, me next to you. Much. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> no talking. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to so, be like Teller from now on. See, Vic, you're talking. I'm going to be Teller. Just going to sit here and... Anyway, so I... we Well, actually, I didn't write it. I made Vic write down all of our guests that we had in order... Um, and I thought we would go through them like kind of quickly and just kind of touch base. And for those of you that are new listeners, um, hi. And also, this is kind of a cool way for you to kind of like see what episodes you might have interest in. If you wanted to listen to past episodes. Um, so, yeah, should we go? Yeah, go right ahead. Pilot. <laughs> I mean, that's just us talking to each other. So yeah. skip that one. <laughs> well, no, but it's true. It's like if you want like a kind of like a intro to us as a couple in our relationship it's a really good episode for that next we had jim norton one of our really good friends and a hilarious comic so yeah jim jim has some great stories in there and uh, at some point the two of us go off on jamie Farr. maybe i do talk too much you do talk a lot anyway um (laughs) next episode is baby danny um, for those of you that are constantly asking when we are going to have kids, it's really fucking irritating to be honest, but I'm going to be polite. I'm not going to go on a fucking tear, but we, Vic has two kids, one of which is baby Danny. Um, she's one of my very, 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 very good friends, one of my besties. Um, uh, and she has a Yankees podcast. So if you want to learn about, you know, her podcast, Danny's dugout, if you want to learn about us as a family, what it's like to have quote kids but also be in the adult industry i think it's a really good episode for that cool danny's dugout.com just to give her a little shout out yep and then also um it's vic's daughter so it's like having two vics in the room so if you think vic talks too much (laughs) go listen to that episode next up is stoya i love stoya (laughs) stoya's amazing she talks about her book um and she just porn pussy cats and 
philosophy. I think, I think you just said it. that like way out or of philosophy, order. philosophy, pussycats, and porn. I don't know. It's one of those three P's, <laughs> but it's an awesome, it's yeah, we, really an awesome book. We it's talk about her book. Um, Stoya is just an awesome um, performer, and so she has some really cool views about the adult industry. So if you like Stoya, check that out. Next is Chad Braverman from Doc Johnson. Um, Doc, Doc Johnson is the company that does my vagina molds. Do, uh, Chad is the head honcho. He's very funny. Um, and he kind of talks about dildos and sex it's toys. It's really funny to hear him talk about learning what his family, because it's a family business. It was mm-hmm. started by his dad. Learning what his family business was and how that changed his life, basically. Yeah. So that's a great one. And if you want to learn about just like sex toys, also good. So yeah. And business. It's great business advice, too. I'm going through these really fast because there are 48 episodes to get through. So these are just like really, there's so much more to these. But um, yeah. So anyway, next up, Horgasmic. Who has her own podcast, Seven Minutes in Heaven? Um, she's amazing. She does. She has the best posts on Instagram at Horgasmic, and we talk sex because her podcast is all about sex. Yeah. She actually kind of interviews me a little bit. Yeah, she does. She interviews you. She interviews both of us a little bit, but yeah. uh, she's great. Uh, sex positive, sex therapist, kind of. But yeah, really yeah. fun episode. Check it out. Um, next up is Alexis Fox, who I say is Alexis Fox is literally like a sunshine human being. Yeah, uh, she's just such a good vibe. That episode, it's very very positive. She talks about porn, her life. Um, she's like walking puppies and rainbows. Yeah. Like you'll listen to that episode and you'll walk away just like feeling like energized. Yeah. So that's, it's just, that's all you need to know about that. Cause it's just good vibe episode. Um, Sherrod's after her. He is not sunshine. Yeah. He's not puppies and rainbows. <laughs> More like pitchforks I, and burning torches, but I whatever. Sherrod, he's one of our friends and, um, he's a hilarious comic and he tells the best, stories oh including like don't give it away but including like behind the scenes of being a comic and it's just just think <laughs> comic roadies or comic comic yeah. groupies comic groupies is a good way then we have just ha- happy birthday Shiraz. oh yeah Shiraz just had his birthday so yeah. happy birthday i was just on his podcast race, race wars, wars. Yeah, we've both um, been on race wars you've been on a couple I've been of on times. A few times uh vic's been on and i just went on again for his birthday episode so if you want to check that out you totally can we talk about like uh, my OnlyFans and performing and um, well, you know his birthday, butts, porn, dick, all that stuff. All that Check stuff. it out. <laughs> um, next up is Jesse Adams. Who oh, is, Jesse! Yeah, he's an old dear friend of mine, but an amazing comic. Yeah, and he does very just epic voice, voice impersonations. Oh. Um, he has an album that came out, and he just like. It's just, that is like the best episode to listen to if you're not watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this through like iTunes yeah, just or Spotify or whatever. Oh my God, yeah. It's just, he, he's His great. impersonations are fantastic and there's one point in time where in a minute and a half he did like eight different impersonations. It was incredible. It yeah. was so much fun to watch. Um, Jaden Cole is after that. Who is, hi Jaden, if you're watching this. Um, another one of our really good friends. We have a lot of friends on. It's kind of the reason we started this podcast. Um, and she just talks about life on the road. Um, we just like bullshit with her. That's a great episode because it's just, we're all good yeah. friends. So we just bullshit. You, you, you find out about her disappearing at our wedding. Yep. That's and then you also one. find out about her, um, if, if she breaks a world record. Yes. So go check if, it out. Yeah. You need to read that. Um, the next episode we did was answering questions about sex and our relationship. So if you want to learn more about that, you totally can. Um, after that was Chrissy Mayer. 
Yeah, Chrissy's a comic, too. She's on, oh, God, why can't I think of the network? Underground something? Anyway. No, she's Wet Spot. Uh, Wet Spot's the name of her show, and yeah. I can't think of the network that it's on, but it's a, it's a really cool kind of comedy, sex, raunchy, fun show. Yep. Check that out, and check out her show, The West, Wet Spot. Um, and then we have Vice Erotica, who is one of my best friends. And, um, You've seen a boatload of her photos. Yeah, of if my you, life. I post her all the time on my Instagram. Um, I love her to death, and it's just ha- she, she so happens. Pictures of me. I don't get no pictures. You're talking too much. I know. <laughs> From now on, the only person who can take my pictures is the Chuck. <laughs> um, anyway, so we talk about we had just shot my calendar for 2020. Um, so we talk <laughs> about that, and we talk about our friendship, and <coughs> photography, and how she got in the business, and. She's got a really great story, um, and I'm not just saying that because she is one of my best friends, but <coughs> are you okay? Sorry. Jesus. Coffee. Anyway, <clears throat> so check her out. Um, after we had um, Courtney, a.k.a. Allison Tyler on, and she is just an incredible Amazon woman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she could bench she, press a Volvo yeah, she's, and turn you on while she was bench pressing the Volvo. I'm pretty sure her Instagram is Six Feet of Sunshine. Six Feet of Sunshine. Um, and she was in the adult industry and now she's fucking on like fitness and workout. And Boy, is she good too. She really knows nutrition. her stuff. Yeah, so she she's really, stuff. really fun to have on. Um, she had just done the cover of Maxim. Yep, Maxim Australia. Yep, and she looks amazing. So yeah, yeah so check it out. Check her out. If, and a lot of people actually had a lot of interest in that episode because um, Allison, Allison Tyler, quote, um, wasn't very active. Like, like he, I feel like a lot of people wrote in like when I asked about fan questions because they wanted to like see. So if you want to know what she's been up to, because yeah, she, she's she's not the most vocal. I don't feel like. Well, about she kind of left Porn Island. Yeah. So um, if you want to, she's see, off doing a new thing. So a lot of people were very interested in in where she's where she's gone, and it's really an inspiring story too. So it's worth watching. Check her out. And hi, Allison. Um, <laughs> and then Joanna Angel and Small Hands, who are two of our really good friends. And there's a lot of really um, good friends on this. There's yeah. I I just just assume everyone I'm mentioning is one of our really good friends. But uh, that episode was like a total shit show, but in a good oh way, because we just tell stories. Um, I love the both of them so much. They're such amazing performers and people, and they just like, they're just a, per- a great example of great people in the porn industry. Oh, yeah. Just great people, period. Yeah. Just great people. Um, but just, yeah, they're just, they're awesome. Check them out if you want to hear you some can, stories uh, and stories with us absolutely. and them and um, how they model. <laughs> they yeah. model for my, for my uh, merch. Mostly, mostly small hands, but a little bit of Joanna modeled for the, the underwear line. Yeah. And then you can find out about my butter affair with Joanna. Yeah, uh, Vic and, and Joanna have an affair. So if you want to learn about that, <laughs> go check out that episode. Uh, and if you want to go buy... Some merch that uh, they modeled. You can you can see it at Shop <laughs> DD Box. Actually, okay. new merch will be up in about three weeks. Does but unfortunately um, not modeled by. Uh, they will be. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay, never mind. As a matter of fact, Vice Erotica will be shooting small hands. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. so we just can tie okay. it all together. I was thinking the other thing, but never mind. Um, next up is one of my personal favorite human beings on Broadway. Uh, Patrick Page was on. I Patrick, geeked out. we hope you're well, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you're doing okay. I fucking geeked out because I love him so much. He is um, in Hades Town. He plays Hades. His voice is incredible. He has this insane knowledge of Shakespeare, um, and he's just like just 
awesome. So oh, his baritone, he's got the deepest, richest voice. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They say like, don't meet the like your heroes because you'll be disappointed. And I was not no, disappointed about no. him at all. And he was really forthcoming about you know getting and into think, business and problems that he's had and stuff. It was an, it's an amazing episode. And I think since he was on Hades Town, won best uh, soundtrack. Right? Uh, I believe so, yes. So, yeah, congrats! And I hope you're doing well, and I miss you, and come sing to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, we had a, re- a relationship episode talking about us together. Um, you guys are writing a lot, and you ask us to do episodes just the two of us. So, if Here you want to learn about our relationship, you can go check that one out. Uh, then we had Lauren Phelps, who's just like a little ball of fire, and I love her so much. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. Lauren, Lauren is as East Coast as they come, a mm-hmm. Jersey girl, um, redhead. If you like sexy redheads, that's the episode for you. And boy, mm-hmm. does she not pull any punches. No. <laughs> it just comes right at you, man. Yeah, so check her out. She's just a little ball of fire, and I love her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, after Lauren, we had Alex Brightman, who is another one of my favorite voices on Broadway. We did. I had all three of my favorite voices on Broadway on my on our show. I yep. said my show on our show. Her show and Vic. And I'm so, <laughs> really excited. Um, Alex is awesome. He is, uh, or he was. Unfortunately, the show no longer exists. We don't know what's. Well, gonna I don't happen. know. We could yeah, go on the road. We don't happen. know. But uh, because Broadway shut down, um, he was Beetlejuice for Beetlejuice, the Broadway oh, show. Yeah. He is great. I love my favorite part about that actual episode was he gave the crew of the show, the behind the scenes crew, so much credit, and he really talks a lot about. Yeah, the swing actors and the yeah. people, you know, the, the not the stars, but the people who actually do a lot on Broadway mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that the show goes on. He was great. Um, it's an interesting, I tell you, the three Broadway episodes are three different people who are at the top of their careers yeah. well, and no, came, at it, and came at it differently. But a uh, fun story, after <laughs> Joanna and Small Hands did our episode, we went to go see Alex and Beetlejuice. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so check those, check that out, too. I think we tell Beetlejuice stories on the the. Joanna Smallhands. I don't yeah, know. I can't have, remember. Yeah. Uh, after Alex, we had Nick Melillo on, and go. he is just like the He's celebrity a, yeah, of um, cigars. If you if you think of like a celebrity chef, like a you know like a, a Bobby Flay or something, he's that in the cigar world. He's yeah. like a he's a massive celebrity, ne- I've never and he's seen, the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah, I've never seen Nick without a smile on his nope. face. Um, he has his company. He started with Liga, um, and he Drew Estates. Oh yeah, you're right. Started with Drew Estates, um, and then he now has his own company, Foundation Cigars, and one of his cigars actually won uh, number three for buy cigar aficionado which is a big deal especially if you're like kind of a, a, a newer New company, company. Yeah. Um, and he's just awesome he tells the really cool uh, stories about cigar making where he came from and if you're just curious about cigars that's the episode to listen to because oh, yeah. he talks a lot and you learn a lot so and he's just a, he's just a smiling <laughs> happy dude like, happy happy Italian from Connecticut basically yeah. <laughs> Sicilian he's just he's one of us <laughs> uh, after is Elsa Jean who is Elsa Jean <laughs> fucks old men. Yeah, I think that's her actual Twitter handle. Um, or El- I think it's Elsa fucks old men Jean, but yeah. it fucks she old just, men is in there. Uh, so all of you old guys, yeah, watch this go episode. Listen to that. If you're old and you like small spinner blondes, go listen. Um, yeah, another one who doesn't pull she doesn't any give punches, a fuck, doesn't give a I fuck, and I love it. So much respect for her because of it. Yeah. So she's great. After her was John Laster, another comic in New York. Um, I. 
of John. Uh, we, I just, he tells really good stories too about being a comic and how he started and where he came from and. He's just another one that's just no, yeah. does not give he a shit. Give, he was he was <laughs> because uh, a lot of our friends don't give a fuck. He was on the one of the first episodes of Dinner with Danny, the mm-hmm. Cam episode. Didn't know what he was walking into. That's how we actually met him, and we just hit it off because he's just such. A, he's a great comic yeah. and just a great guy too. And he became so. a good friend really of good ours. Friend. And uh, John, I hope you're doing good. Yeah, and we miss you guys. Yeah. We miss everybody that we're I mentioning. Know. <laughs> it's kind of like kind of sad, like reading yeah. everyone off. Um, after John, we did a uh, new NYC episode. I don't know why I said NYC because you were New York there. City. <laughs> new York City episode, um, talking about our favorite spots in New York, um, what restaurants to go to, what shows to see, what we love, what we love about the city. Um, so check that out, which is kind of bittersweet for us, especially right now. So we, don't, we're, we're don't hoping give it a that peek. It, it it comes back and all of these places are still there for you guys. Um, after that, Carol Montgomery is on. Carol Montgomery is probably my favorite female comic. Um, I saw Absolutely. her at a show at a show with other comics, and I was looking for a female comic for my TV show. And I had a couple like people in mind, but I heard her stand up, and I was like, I want her on. She's just like imagine like your mom, but extremely inappropriate and just. just Pureless sex all the time, and just... we threw her to the wolves. <laughs> we we grabbed a sixty year old Jewish female comic from New York City and threw her in on the BDSM episode that had <laughs> JP Pennypax and Lauren on. Yep. And man, did she she knocked it out She's of the park. She was incredible. It was My, such the only a thing great you episode. Know about this episode of the podcast is that uh, Carol Montgomery calls her tits the Catskill Mountains. Yep, yep. that's all you need to know. Yeah, you need so to check it out. That way. She's one of my, she really is my, I think, my favorite female comic. Just, oh God. Anyway, Sheree DeVille's on next, who is my BFF. Um, She was at our wedding party. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's just, if you want to know, she's my longest friend that I've had. Um, We met the moment we got, I got into porn and we just have been friends now for 10 years. So go check that out if you want to hear all of our stories, how we're besties, how all the, how you guys all met, stuff. yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, you guys know that at this point, if you're a fan of me, you're a fan of her because we're always, you know, Pretty much together. together yeah. We do TikToks together. We're just yeah. It was that episode is just like which just, can yeah. be seen on <laughs> Danny Daniels TikTok. Oh, shameless. Okay, I'm talking too much right now. Continue. <laughs> so much talking, Nick. Continuing the list, Day Thomas Brown is on after Sheree Deville, and uh, he is the third. He was the the, the trifecta of my the favorite hat, Broadway. The hat trick of Broadway stars. Yes, um, I love Dave. Uh, I just he's a friend of ours, and um, his fiance is one of my really good friends, and like my makeup artist that I use all the time for everything. She was the makeup artist for your wedding. Yep. He sang at the wedding, yep. and but he and was the just, lead in the Book of Mormon. He played Elder Price, so mm-hmm. and we love them, um, and we love Dave and Amelia. Hi, if you're listening, I hope you're doing well. We miss you guys too. Yeah, and learn all about Dave. Learn about our fan club that we made for him yeah, for did, Book of Mormon that's and. Great story. And more Broadway stories. Like, if you want to hear behind the scenes, how he... Like, the cool thing about all three is Patrick, Dave, and Alex all have different stories and, like, different approaches to Broadway. And they're all... And none of them are wrong. They're all... They all did it in their own way, and it's really, really And they're cool. all top of their game right now. Yeah, so. um, Dave and Amelia are doing that new project. Oh, uh, yeah. B&B um, in the RV. b in the RV. You can yeah, check them BB out. The they RV. made you a... really should check this out. Yep. They made a YouTube, and they are basically out of work because Broadway is non-existent at the moment. 
So they decided to buy an old RV and kind of like build it out and flip it and travel around the country. And they're hilarious. Um, they're super cute, like HGTV couple vibes. Oh, and this was so like, this was like a, a 1975 like RV oh, yeah. that they gutted and it's hysterical so to watch just that. I also posted it on my Instagram. So if you're listening and to mine. this and you don't know how, where to find it, you can go there and find it. Um, and yeah, it's, they're really good. I think they have two episodes out at the moment and they're both great. Hysterical. Um, hi, Dave. After Dave. <laughs> I love that I brought up Dave. I yeah. just talked about his fiance the whole time. Sorry. Well, Sorry. We, yeah. we actually met her first. So. Um, after Dave, uh, Rick McGuire of Subway Creatures was on, and Subway Creatures is one of my favorite Instagram accounts, That's and awesome. Rick is great, and he talks about how it's taken off, how it started, um, some tips and tricks behind social media. Some problems, some problems some that's problems. occurred there. Yeah. And um, it's, a, it's a good FYI episode if you just want to learn more about social media as a whole and if you just want a couple good story laughs. Oh, God, it's hysterical. Uh, follow them on, on Instagram at Subway Creatures. After that, we talk about the sex episode part two because I didn't, the first episode, there were so many more questions that we didn't get to. So we did a sex part two because who I'm doesn't sure want to hear? I'm sure there'll be a part three. Who doesn't want to hear about us banging? <laughs> My kids. <laughs> um, after that, we have Phoenix Murray on. I hate. I feel like every time I'm like, oh, another good friend. But yeah, yeah another Phoenix. good friend. I love Phoenix. Um, and and if they, well, fast forward, if you see the Kieran episode, you will know how much I love Phoenix. <laughs> but um, yeah, Phoenix was on another one who doesn't pull any punches. There's no mm -hmm. bullshit. Yeah, we we like those kind of people. I think I've noticed. Just yeah, honest. She, she was also on the TV show. She was and on the, she's she was the on the pilot behind was, Vic's book. Wait yep, for the corn. She so. is. Uh, she is absolutely the reason behind Wait for the corn. So you, if you watch, you'll learn. Yeah. Um, another one that's now like she's kind of straddling Porn Island, but she yeah. also um, works in the medical field. I don't want to give anything away, but if you want to learn about that. It's actually really interesting. Go yeah, she, that. actually, if she if you watch the dinner, it's the pilot episode of Dinner with Danny. It was mm -hmm. her, Asa, Kira, uh, Jim Norton, mm -hmm. and uh, Alexis Texas, and she talks about uh, what she's doing in the medical field. And it's actually really interesting. Yep. So peep that episode. After that, we have on Mick Rock, who's just a, his own human being. <laughs> you don't even need to say anything about that episode. He is like. Just Mick is Mick. He's this incredible photographer, um, but he's just if, like if those of you who pure know Mick. Yeah, good TV. So. Those of you who know Mick, you know Mick is Mick is an old friend of mine. Those of you who know Mick know, and those of you who don't, any David Bowie photo you've seen that's famous, he took it. The yeah. uh, famous Queen photo from Bohemian Rhapsody, he took it. All the behind the scenes photos for. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, he took those. He basically is the guy that shot the shot 70s. Me. He shot her. <laughs> and they're amazing photos. Snoop Dogg, you name it. I mean, the guy has been a rock and roll photographer and just, forever. And he just, he's just pure rock and roll. Pure like, rock and roll with a British accent uh, whose real last name is Rock. Yeah. I mean, so you're giving too much away. Okay, like, just go into the episode and yeah. we're moving on. I can't, <laughs> no, I can't, you're going to give it away. Give, I can't give away Mick. Mick um, is Mick. After <laughs> Mick Rock, uh, Aubrey Kate is on. I love Aubrey. Miss I you, hope Aubrey. you're doing well. Um, she's great. She tells some great stories and, uh, you learn a lot about trans performers. Yeah. In and like my favorite part about that episode is that she just wants to give blowjobs <laughs> and she doesn't want to do anything else. Um, she's great. Um, yeah. If you want to learn more about trans porn and the trans side of the industry, which was me to me was really, really interesting because I feel like when I got out of like mainstream porn, trans porn just like took off so I had a lot of questions for her about it and she gave me a lot of really really cool information that I think you guys are gonna love so go check it out and hi Aubrey and she dresses so great yeah. like I'm so envious of her wardrobe <laughs> 
<laughs> and I love her. Okay, anyway. Oh, and also Phoenix makes an appearance in that episode. Yeah, Phoenix. Spoiler alert, but yeah. Yeah, in a, um, in a very interesting way. She may or may way. not have been under the table keeping us happy the whole time. <laughs> Go check it out. After that, um, quarantine hit, and you, Vic interviews me um, from our home, and it was actually really cool. It was it a really was cool idea. Um, and he asked me some questions that I, we had never even talked about, like as a couple. So check that out. And then after that, the next week I interviewed Vic. I did not do as good of a job. Yes, she did. She did <laughs> but if you want to learn more, I, I feel like everyone wants to know more about Vic. So if you want to know more about Vic, I check that out. <laughs> I ask him some real personal questions. I don't mm. know. After that is JP. Um, from Kink, who is my, probably my favorite Dom off the top of my head. Um, he's incredible. He's so good at his craft. Um, he talks about, we did like a dual episode. Yeah, it was a dual episode. It was a joint podcast with ours and his. His mm-hmm. podcast is Alone with the Pope. So check it out. Um, you gotta check that one Yeah, out. he's great. He's, um, we tell some really good stories, swap some stories. He talks about his family and um, being an adult, how he got into it. And his side is, his side of the industry is very interesting because it is BDSM and it's kind of like this unknown, I feel like. So yeah. you learn a lot about it. And he has this, like, talk about his dungeon. Um, but yeah, he's just this, he's a great director, um, and just all around great guy. And so it's really cool. And we talk about kink. I tell some king stories. I don't know. It's a the good one. Thing. It's a good one. Good BDSM one. After that, we have Eva Lovia on, and uh, if you're listening to this, hi, Eva! Um, Again, she's kind of somebody that is in and out of the industry, um, doing her own thing, and we talk to her about that, and, um, you know, we do some fan questions, and just kind of go over, like, what it takes to be your own content producer, how to be your own person, like, what's after porn, or after, quote, mainstream porn, and yeah, I like that one too. It's kind of a good one if for like learning about content production. And She's another one with a podcast. Mm-hmm. Talks about being a MILF. Mm-hmm. And um, you were the first guest on her podcast. I was. I was the first guest on her podcast. So check her podcast out. Chatting with Candace. I think so. Yeah, chatting with Candace. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, because when I did it, I think I did. I did it for her, and then she did the podcast. But you're the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, So first episode. Chatting with Candace. Um, I think she's everywhere, just the way we are. So if you want to check her stuff out, and uh, I like that episode a lot because we do we go over a lot of stuff about content production. Um, And she's a very driven woman. I consider myself a very driven woman. So it's just like it's like driving Miss Daisy over here. All right. Anyway. The MILF <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah. So we talk about MILF stuff and like having a baby. You know, yeah. like how do you have a baby and also porn? So. Um, well, porn does, you know, basically how you make a baby. Just saying. I know I talk too much. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> After that is Jeff Leach, um, another comic. And <laughs> he's great. We tell some great stories. He talks about, again, like how he got in and... Coming from, uh, from he's British, coming from England to America mm-hmm. and transitioning and... We get nerdy with some D&D yeah. and yeah, it's fun. It's a good, that's a really, really good one. Um, then we have Riley Reed on and that yeah, was a really good episode because Wasn't she... Wasn't she wearing like a rabbit onesie or something? Like a monkey onesie, onesie or something, yeah. yeah, and she talks like she really went into depth about like her Ashley side and, yeah, like, she, and 
who she is as a person. And, like, it was really, like, a really cool, beautiful episode. I actually learned a lot about her that I didn't know. Yeah, she's so sweet. She was very, very sweet. Yeah, so, and everyone loves Riley Reed, so there you go. Go check that out. <laughs> um, then we have Jordan Gold and Simon, um, two friends of ours who are also magicians who started a company called the Magic Puzzle Company that, like, just blew the fuck up overnight. And it's, we talk about that and um, how, like, my vagina launched their company. Spoilers. It, you have got to watch that episode just for that, <laughs> just for that story. Just for that story. Um, yeah, and they're incredible uh, performers. They, uh, incredible they raised, the, raised the most money ever on Kickstarter for a puzzle. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's unbelievable. And the puzzles are incredible, but it's, you have to watch just, the episode to find a, out about it. It's such a cool success story, and it's really, like, motivating for people that want to, like, start a new project and are unsure about it. Just, if that's the one that'll, like... Yeah, that'll get you going. Yeah, I'm doing the arm pump. I don't know. <laughs> a couple more. Then we have Carmen Caron. We talk about her book. Yeah. Um, we talk about writing. That you guys have, like, a little book chat. Yeah, yeah, we talked about writing a book, especially <laughs> when it's a non-fiction book about your life. Yeah, it's a little her book's different. called Overcome. It's very intense, but in a good way. It talks about her you know, battles with addiction, um, talks about porn. I don't want to give too much away for people that want to read it, but, um, again, a great performer and some really cool stories. So that one was like, like real, really real. It was very real. Yeah. (laughs) Then we have Hana on, Hana Nietzsche. I always butcher her name, even though she's a friend. Nietzsche or Nietzsche? Nietzsche. Nietzsche. She's German. Okay. It's a German name. Or no, Czech name. I don't know. No, it's German. Her father was German. Her mom is Czech, yeah. Uh, she is a German supermodel, another one of our friends, and uh, was, she was, in, in, our was wedding in our party wedding too. party, yeah. and we tell some stories, because she also, like Eva, is a new mom, and... Um, and trying to deal with it being a model and a mom at the same time mm-hmm. is, was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she's great. So, good mom vibe episode, which is, like, foreign for me, so I had a lot of really good questions. <laughs> And after Hannah, we had Sarah J. Um, who, wow, like, talk about a powerhouse. I, oh, yeah. love her. <laughs> yeah, and like I didn't know Sarah J very well, I, I will admit. So I learned a lot about her, and I love her. I have so much respect for her as a performer and a person. And, and a like, businesswoman. Yeah, like what she's done in the industry is just... Genuinely happy human being, too. It's mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. So like that's a great one. And Sarah, everyone loves Sarah J, so um, check that out. And after that, Andrea, Andrea Mette, who is so Italian. <laughs> He's very Italian. He is a uh, photographer friend of ours. He also has shot me many a times. And um, we talk about photography, his artwork. Um, we talk his about artwork during on, lockdown, yeah, yeah in Italy. Yeah, on lockdown. He started this really cool project. I don't want to give it away, but um, he was able to still shoot... Um, while being quarantined, which was really cool. Yeah, he was quarantined in Italy, which was no joke. Yeah, so go check that if you want to learn. Um, and he's just this really cool artist. Talks about his art and his craft and photography. And if you have any interest in that, go peep it. Plus, they get all Italian with yeah, each other. Something. There's like an Italian bromance ha- happening. After Andrea, uh, Mia Malkova is on. And somebody else that's just like all smiles and sunshine. Yeah. Um, she is just, we talk about her being on Twitch, um, gaming, blowing up, um, being Mia Malkova, just yeah. what another she one is. who kind of left mainstream porn and is doing her own thing now and mm-hmm. very successful at it. And just like how happy she is and where she is in the world and shooting and production and just like, that's a good vibe episode. And the fact that she found the hobbit hole in Oregon. You're giving, don't give it away, Vic! <laughs> 
All right. And then we have Holly Randall. We did a dual episode. Um, you can check out her podcast, Unfiltered. Um, and we talk about, God, everything. Yeah. And another one who was in our wedding party. We mm-hmm. actually talk about, and this is an episode you want to watch, her trying to save a stripper. Oh, God. Yeah. It's worth it for and that just story. just watch it for that story. <laughs> worth it so, for that I mean, story. yeah. And, uh, All yeah. of a sudden, she became Captain Save-A-Ho. It oh was awesome. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> After that, we answered your questions that you guys wrote in. Um, did a Q&A, so you can imagine that shit show. <laughs> I talk too much. Then we had Kieran Leon, uh, one of my favorite male performers. He's a total asshole, but I love him so much. Uh, we played we played Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, we talk about Phoenix Marie. <laughs> we yeah. talk about Brazzers. He's not allowed to pick on Phoenix. That's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about his family um, and what it's like to be a dad and also be in porn. Um, and about his penis, because who doesn't want to talk about Kieran Lee's yeah, the penis? The guy, it it's been short for a million dollars, so... He does discuss that also. Yeah, he, Vic is giving way too much away. No, way too much. Teasers. Um, then we have Joseph Wooten on, and it's honestly one of my favorite episodes. It is incredible. Um, Joseph talks about... I mean, you, you know, that's Vic's friend. <laughs> Joseph, Joseph actually was at our wedding. Joseph is the keyboard player for the Steve Miller Band um, and comes from a family that of brothers who, including himself, are the most successful musicians. Mm-hmm. His brother, Victor, is one of the greatest bass players probably ever. He's an amazing, probably top keyboard player of all time. His other brother, Future Man, we discussed the entire family. And the fact that they, at one point in time, opened for war in Curtis Mayfield when he was eight and his brother was five. And what it was like to grow up in that family, grow up in the South on the Jim Crow laws as a black, you know, successful family whose dad was in the military. It is a it is an amazing episode. Really uplifting. It really is. And really positive. How to deal with the world, what they've done, the success they've had, their family. It's awesome. Yeah. And and just... Joseph's look on the world is just like, like I just I love it so much, um, and he had actually like one of my favorite like quotes that I mean first of all I would love to meet his mother I, she's unfortunately no longer with us but she just sounds like the most incredible woman like from his stories um, but he has one of my favorite things that I've ever heard anyone said and on the episode I'm giving it away because it's really really good he talks about like. Um, someone being in the room and saying like, hey, you know, I am who I am. I'm, this is just me. And he was like, yeah, but I'm in the room too. And I just like that hit home for me. I love that moment. And it's just, it's a really, really good episode. Um, and check that out. And he's like sitting at a, on a high, on a happier note. He's sitting at a piano the whole time. Yeah, and every once in a while he throws in a little, yeah. And he has like such a professional setup. And meanwhile, we're like sitting in this corner in this house. So like we ran away to. <laughs> So yeah, so check it out. One of my favorite episodes so far. Um, and last but not least, another good friend, Skin Diamond, aka Raylan Joy, is on. Um, we talk about her being in porn, why she left porn, um, coming boundaries. back in on her own terms. Yeah, yeah boundaries. We talk, we talk about boundaries. Um, we talk about you know the concept of interracial porn. Um, we talk about her music. These this uh, she's working on a new project that we weren't even allowed to know about. Um, we, we, we did, we no, did hear the no, new project. No, 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 and, we and did hear no, it. no, no. We did hear it. And, and you guys want to hear it. Vic, you're you not supposed to want to hear. talk about it. She discussed that she was sending it to us on the anyway, podcast. You want to hear that. When it comes out, you want to hear before this. Before Vic gets us in trouble. Anyway, in trouble. she's fantastic. I love her so much. Um, she's a performer that I've always really looked up to. And uh, it's a cool just hangout sesh because I haven't seen her in so long. 
Um, and she's also Scottish, so we get talk about Scotland and it's And great. then the accent came out when she started talking about yeah. it. And then this episode. So um, it's a recap. That's I mean, it's been inc- incredible so far. Yeah, we've been having a great time. Looking forward to it. Keep these suggestions for guests coming. If yeah. we can get them, we'll get them. Um, and yeah. we have a lot more people coming up, a lot more fun people in the industry, uh, in the adult industry and not. Also, like, happy for your anniversary. Happy for your anniversary soon. <laughs> All right, so I got a- plans. Just saying. He's gonna give me the dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> we have a little bit of time left, so I have some more fan questions that Vic just hates doing so much. No, um, I love I love your fans. They're great. They're also your fans, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. You married into this. You <laughs> married into the fandom. So I w- do you want to do some? Sure. Since we have a little bit of time left. Mm-hmm. Um, but seriously, before we get into this, um, go check out the past episodes. Um, I what are your like? If you had to like spin off three off the top of your head, what would you do? Oh my god, that's I can't. I mean, I'm <laughs> going to tell you to go watch my daughter because it's my daughter. Yeah. Um. Uh. It, it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, the, the you know Joanna and Aaron just because it's hysterical. Uh, my friend Jesse because he was hysterical. Patrick is really interesting if you yeah. like Shakespeare. There's just so many. All of them are great. I would say. All of them are great. Joseph is great. Joseph. Um, I really like our fan question ones because they're fun to do and yeah. I like connecting I like with the, you guys. I like the interview, the, the you and I interviewing each other. Go um, watch them all. Just yeah. start in the beginning. I don't, yeah, way through. I, I, it's, it's hard they're to pick awesome. my favorites, but they are. They're all, and they're also you can't make me pick different. for my children. Oh, my God. All right. Fan questions. Okay. And also, to, if you guys are listening to this. Um, thank you guys for coming on. It really means a lot to us yes. and it was just cool to hang out with you. So Yeah, it was fun. Alright. Fan questions. How many blowjobs per day to husband? <laughs> <sighs> I think that people think that I just like sit on my knees all day and just like suck your dick twenty four seven. I mean I think they think that know, like I'm just like a It's not twenty four seven. Yeah, there is some sleep time involved. Just guys. Just, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, we have like a regular sex life. Um, I mean, I'm we probably just, have a we probably have a more active sex life than most married couples who have been together for four years. But yeah, but I'm not just like yeah. giving up blowjobs all day, dude. I, I got mean, shit you know, to do. Yeah, dinner has to be cooked at some point. I mean, I do suck his dick. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, it's yeah. not an all day event over yeah. and over again. We go play golf on occasion. You know, it's like. Um, someone wrote in and said, y'all are such goals. And I just thought it was really sweet. So I wrote it thank down. You. So thank you. Um, someone wrote in, what has been your favorite vacation together? Oh God. Uh, our honeymoon was awesome. Cause it was our honeymoon. Um, giving up all the blowjobs. Yeah. Lots of blowjobs. <laughs> that was a multiple blowjob day. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, our first trip to Paris together is probably my favorite. Yeah, that's a really sweet story because you surprised me. Yeah, and I cried. Was... Vic had wrote, this is going to make Vic look like a total like softie. I'm going to throw you under the bus. But uh, he wrote me a love note every month. The first, well, not continuously, but the first year we were together. Um, aside from other love notes he's written me. And he gave them all to me on a plane on our year anniversary and surprised me with a trip to Paris. And it was like, I cry. Like, even bringing it up, like, it makes me, like, tear up because it's like, it was so sweet. Um, and super gross, but that was like a really cool, it was fun. Yeah. And he still does that. So he writes me a a, a note every month, every anniversary. It's just, yeah, he's, I'll keep him. He's okay. Even though he talks too much. Yeah, I talk too much. (laughs) 
I liked those trips. I also liked um, our Scotland trip. Scotland trip. Anything we've done to... I mean, we really... All of the trips that we've done. I mean, you know, Antigua has always been fun, but honestly... Any time we went to Madrid, it was awesome. Any time we went to London, it was awesome. And any time we went to Paris, it was awesome. Even when we went to Iceland, it was even when Iceland was I don't great. Know, like, but I, yeah, my favorite probably a tie between Paris and our honeymoon. Yeah, like, just Paris because and they're sentimental and yeah, Venice was you know walking around Venice when nobody was there. We got lucky. It was awesome. Favorite Disney ride together. Go ahead. <laughs> the Mexico. If you are at Disney with me, if you go, you can even ask baby Danny. She can vouch. You have to go. If we're in Epcot, you have to go to the tequila bar with me. And you have to do a couple shots. And then you have to go on the Mexico ride. Like, there is no arguing this. It is happening. It's the only thing I, I make every everyone do. Every time. And Vic has rode the Mexico ride way too many times. I wrote it way too many times before we met. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's good. It's yeah, just... okay, we we may be able to do one more, and then I understand they're changing it to a cocoa ride. So I like cocoa, so I'm okay with this. But I'm still gonna make everyone drink tequila and go on the ride with me. I also like Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Those yep. are the only three rides. Oh, in the Jungle. You like the Jungle Cruise jungle just for cruise. the dad jokes. Yeah, we like to ride the Jungle Cruise and count the number of dad jokes the whole time. Yeah, um, and everybody takes a bet, and loser has to buy dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite ride? Um, honestly, I, I don't probably. Uh, the Jungle Cruise. I just love the dad jokes. That's that's always been one of my favorites. That makes sense. You yeah. are dad jokes. You're an embodiment of dad jokes. What made you fall in love with Vic? Uh, do you remember a couple minutes ago when I was saying like, the love note thing every month? Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, we just hit it off right away. And he makes me laugh. He's very intelligent. He's very sweet. He's very romantic. He's very like giving. I talk too um, much. He's, <laughs> he talks way too much. He's a great partner. Um, he's just everything Everything I wanted when I would, like, fantasize about, like, a soulmate. He was literally everything I wanted. And when we met, we just, like, instantly hit it off. And I think that came from just how honest we were with one another and how many, like, fucks we didn't give. <laughs> yeah, we were both seriously in the I don't care anymore stage. Yeah, so. and I Which think, worked out well. I think, honestly, like, what made me fall in love with him is when we were dating, we would talk on the phone for, like, eight to ten hours a day. And just, like, getting to know him as a person and, like, everything we talked about, it was just... We were on opposite coasts when yeah, we started yet dating. She had not moved yet moved to New, to New York. York. So She was planning, that just so that everybody understands, she didn't move for me. She had already planned to move to New York. We just yeah. happened to be the perfect storm of, of right place and right time. Yeah, so, but I think that as a whole. So, yeah, that answers your question. Plus, he gives up me that sweet dick. <laughs> and, you know... <laughs> Um, your cervix, very beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. How did they see it? I don't know. I don't even want to know. I don't know. That's your gynecologist. Open. Your gynecologist oh is writing like, in. This is why I don't like 4K porn. <laughs> Get all up in there. I don't know. But that's cool. I Thanks. Tell, yeah, I don't know. Um, when you argue, a screaming match or a debate of minds? No, we scream. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. We scream. Yeah. We don't actually argue, we bicker. And it's never anything important. It's literally, mm-hmm. you've heard the Vic. That's, that's yeah. usually what happens. If Vic, it's, if it's something serious, we sit down and we talk about it, which is rare. But, like, 
if it's it's usually like us serious stuff is at each other. honestly serious stuff never occurs in argument because serious stuff is usually one person or the other most of the serious stuff has nothing to do with us so it's just the two of us talking about it or if it's serious stuff usually it's serious enough that the other person realizes they screwed up and it's never an argument we'll bicker about throwing the garbage yeah yeah, and then, like, we always forget, and, like, when our friends are around, they freak out, because we just start yeah, screaming, we just, we're like, take all the fucking garbage, god damn it! Yeah. But it's, like, a, like it's, it's nothing. It's comical. I don't know. It's, like, literally comical, so. Yeah, so, screaming match, but, like, not a non-serious. Nothing serious at all. I'm the type of person that will tell you to fuck yourself, and then we'll get over it. Like, I get it out, and done, and over it. I don't yeah. hold grudges. Yeah. I think we had one argument during the entire lockdown period, which is pretty amazing considering we were indoors for 90 straight days. Yeah. Uh, what puts a smile on your face on bummy days? Her butt. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. All right. I mean, <laughs> it was a shitty day and, you know, you get up and you're naked and you walk to the bathroom. It's a good day. <laughs> what more do I need? All right. I'm a guy. We're simple. There you go. Um, you two are a beautiful couple. This is what love looks like. Thank yeah, you very much. Um, what's your body count? Body count? <laughs> I'm Sicilian. We can't talk about that shit. Come on. Um, my, I'm running out of places to bury them if that's what you're asking. I always love when men ask me this, like, what's your body count? And I always tell them, like, I've definitely fucked more women than you have. Yeah, your body your body count for, <laughs> your body count for men is really not as high no, as most people think it I is. I don't know. Like, men... <laughs> I don't know, 50? I don't... Like, who... I don't count. Your men is when probably... You fuck, your men is probably, like, 12. It's just the I, same 12 yeah, guys 195 know, times. Exes, but I don't know. No. Like, I don't know. It's just... Like, I fuck for a living, dude. Like, if I kept a tell... Like, what am I gonna go do? Write in my diary? <laughs> Dear <laughs> diary, today I fucked Johnny Sins. It was majestic. Mm, my body count is at 3,365,452. Like, what? I no. I don't think body counts even fucking matter. I just think you should stay safe. Like, you know, talk consent and just enjoy your fucking life. Who cares? Who cares? And I fuck more bitches than you. <laughs> Why don't you show full shaved pussy? Vic. Because <laughs> she's a woman, not a little girl. Maybe you should investigate why you oh like fully shaved pussies. I don't have a problem with fully shaved pussy. I actually don't. But I don't have it. And if you are looking for fully shaved pussy, I am not the person to go to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just, I like having a bush. I've had a bush 99.9999.9% of my career. And like, Whatever. that's it. If you don't like if you it, don't like it, like go to literally like eighty percent of porn stars. Don't let the door hit you. And if you like shake pussy, like cool man, but like I'm I'm a fucking hairy ass bitch. Okay. <laughs> Favorite honeymoon destination? Well, we did that Italy. <laughs> no, but like I mean, like I, I think they mean because we bounced around. Oh, Italy. I mean, seriously. No, but which one? Which part? Oh, Venice. Yeah, Venice. I think Venice was my favorite. Too. Yeah. Um, and Montepulciano. Montepulciano was great, but Montepulciano is boring after day two. Venice, you could spend five days in Venice and it, it doesn't just, get boring. Venice was really cool for us because it was raining and it wasn't very crowded and it was very it's romantic. Not we almost all. fell in the canal. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> just yeah, you get lost in the streets of Venice, especially when mm -hmm. it's not crowded. You just wander around under these soft lights. It's really very. It's and the food's great. It's mm -hmm. awesome. Win baby. 
I'm so tired of this goddamn question. Yeah, baby, like, no one puts baby in the corner. This like this question like pisses it's me the off. The most obnoxious fucking question. Don't ever on the ask planet. a woman when they're ha- or a couple when they're having a baby because you have no idea what's happening. I could maybe. Oh, my timer's going off. Hold on. Don't don't move. I gotta turn off my ho show timer. I got ho shows to do. I don't know what this is about. All right, back to my rant about babies. Um, don't ever ask a woman when she's having a baby because maybe we can't have children. Maybe I can't have children. Maybe I don't want children. Maybe I have like health problems. Maybe I'm trying to have children and I'm unsuccessful. You don't know what a woman's going through. Maybe you just don't want fucking kids. Yeah. And like, I'm not a person to like rant, like don't tell a woman. I'm not like a feminist. I don't identify as that, but don't fucking tell a woman how to use her body. Having a baby does not make a woman a woman. If you want to have a baby, have a baby. If you can't have a baby, you're still as much of a woman as if you could. Like, I will fucking rip your nuts off and feed them to you if you fucking say that to my face. So stop asking that. It's fucking rude. That's my rant. It's also never going to happen, so. <laughs> and I also just don't fucking want kids. I don't want kids. I don't feel the need for children. I, lo- I, I love the I've old... I've never wanted kids. I love the I've old comments. I've never wanted to be a mother. But your life won't be fulfilled without children. Okay, so, so you have a child and he grows up to be a serial killer. How fulfilling yeah, is your fucking life so then? it's so offensive. <laughs> like, even when I was younger, I never wanted kids. I always thought maybe someday if, like, my partner wanted kids, we could adopt but I've never, ever wanted kids. I've never been into the idea. So stop fucking asking. I mean, we could adopt a 19-year-old redhead from Scotland. I have two stepchildren. I didn't even want stepchildren, but I love them. And that's plenty for me. I'm not having kids. <laughs> now eat a dick. That's my rant. Okay. I just get really pissed about it because I, I have a lot of female friends I think they got that this. struggle. Yes, exactly. And I just, it's real like, it's not hurtful for me. It just pisses me off because it's intrusive. But you say that to a lot of women and they actually get really hurt by it. So yeah. I'm going to be the captain, say the hoe, and tell you to go fuck yourself. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> Strong letter to follow. What? Um, <laughs> what did Vic see in you different than other women? The fact that I don't want a baby. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> that is the dumbest question I've ever heard in my time. Um, you know what? I, I, so I'm sorry. That was actually a decent question. My there was low job skills. No, actually, we. You know, the funny part about it is, is we got together. We didn't have sex for almost a month. No, we didn't. Um, and we spent all of our time getting to know each other. And what what really mattered to me was we clicked on all levels. We clicked emotionally. We clicked in terms of our love language. We clicked financially in terms of how we thought of money and, and what. So we clicked on all of the things that were important. And then the sex came, and that was pretty awesome too. So. That was the end of that. Oh, thanks. Um, we've talked about this before on like past episodes, and these this whoever I don't even know who wrote this book, but whoever wrote this book is not paying us. This is an ad. Um, but there's a book called the Four, the Five Love Languages. Um, four or five? I always fuck it up. A, I don't know. Let's go check it out. It's five, it's, I think. It, you take a quiz and you learn uh, what your love language is and what your partner's is, and it's a really cool way because. I see love different than Vic does, and just the fact that you can kind of learn more about your partner and what they like really 
helps with any relationship. The important part that it comes down to is if the other person is willing to do or naturally does what it is that you like. Just because, okay, so for example, there are, there's a thing called active services, whether you like, you like that your partner does active services. And then there's another one that's uh, touch. touch or, or um, affirmations uh, daily, you know. I, you know, whether you're the kind of person who gives affirmations and the other person likes it, that's awesome. But you may like physical touch and the other person likes to do physical touch. It doesn't mean you have to have the exact same languages. You just have to give what the other person wants. Mm -hmm. And you find that really quick. If somebody likes to be told that they're pretty all the time or likes to be touched all the time and you're not the person who gives compliments... You're going to have problems. Yeah. <laughs> you're and have just problems. like knowing that when you think you're showing someone love, they may not be seeing it. You may have to communicate it's not what they're looking in a different for, way. Right. So it's a really cool book. I highly recommend. And like, even if you're not in a relationship, it's still a great book because you learn more about yourself and like how you see love. So it's cool. Anyway, not a question, but someone said, you guys are adorable. Thanks. Thanks. You know, he's a pretty cute guy. Um, will we be going to Isla this year? That's got to be Colin. <laughs> it was. I knew it. it. I knew it. It's got to be Colin. It was either Colin or Barry. We're coming it to see was. you guys. I swear to you, if we can go, we'll go. But it's probably looking like it'll be more likely next year. Mm-hmm. But if we could go, we're there, man. We're, yeah. we're looking to right go. Now with all the travel restrictions. And yeah, but I, we want to go love... so bad and hang out with you and Barry and go eat and I drink and, and have scotch and get wool. <laughs> I really miss Scotland. Yeah. I could live there in two seconds. So I we may be, you know, we may, we may be summering in Scotland at the rate this is going. Um, why did Vic fall in love with you? We kind of already talked about that. Um, it's because I give up that. That sweet puss, that pretty cervix. <laughs> yes. What did um, I see in her? Her pretty cervix. <laughs> that is so creepy. Could you imagine being at a bar and someone being like, you hey, have such a pretty cervix. You have a nice cervix. By the way, can I see your gullet? <laughs> How is your relationship going? Four years strong, man. People didn't think we'd last, and here we are. Just in case anybody's wondering, by the time you see this, it's, uh, what, the August 20th, mm-hmm. uh, 2020. We are very much together. We did not get divorced, and she's not in Ghana. That's, you know. <laughs> I thought we really were going to make it through an episode no. without that, but, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Don't send people iTunes cards or money. Mm-hmm. Um, future plans? We're not having a baby. We're <laughs> not having a child. Um, you know, more of, more of the same. I yeah. mean, just really more of the same. I'm, I'm writing again. My wife's content creating. She's painting her paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we, running our businesses. More product to come out. Yeah, we want to continue with the podcast. We're podcast having fun. will keep going. Um, we wanted to do season two of Dinner with Danny, but because of what's happening with the world, it got pushed. But we do want to do a season two. That'll probably be done, you know, next year for late. Uh, spring, early summer yeah, release, just like approximately. Living our best life and fucking and enjoying each other's trying company to, and, and trying to make it through this whole shit like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to stay positive with the world ending. So, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> favorite wine? Oh, uh, Burgundy Pinot Noir, um, Chambeau Musigny, which a good friend of mine calls uh, it's like baby Jesus in velvet pants. <laughs> Thomas, if you're listening, that's a throw out to you. Uh, one of the best sommeliers and tour guides ever. In? Uh, Burgundy, France. There you go. So when we Thomas travel Trucy. again, go, if you want to go, go, go drink wine, that's who yeah. we use. He's yeah, great. we do that. And Burgundy, yeah, that and uh, Montrachet White. But Burgundies in general are my favorite. I don't know what my favorite is because I don't know wine, but I know what I like. 
Um, I always joke with Vic that, like, when he dies in his will, he has to leave me a wine list because I don't know what to order. For those of of you who are wondering, uh, my wife likes white burgundies and Sauvignon Blancs. Those are the two biggies. What's the red I like? Uh, the Pinot, the, the Burgundy Reds. Yeah, so there and you go. And Zinfandel, Reds in. California Reds in. Yeah, so that's so that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know wine at all. Um, I'm trying to learn, but I'm just, it's just, it's a lot to learn. And yeah. so I just ask Vic. And it's like, a lot to if learn. I'm at a restaurant without him, I'll like send a picture of the wine list and be like, what do I order? <laughs> um, best habit of your hubby? I would say um, the fact that he brings me coffee every morning. It's awesome, and I love it so much. Um, every time when I, I wake up in the morning, there's a cup of coffee waiting for me. And it sounds that sounds so obnoxious, but, like, it really is a really cool start to the day because I wake up and I turn over, and, like, not only do I get instant caffeine, I, it's, like, it's just a way of him showing me that he loves me. And, like, again, going to the love language, it's, like, that's part of my love language is, like, I like, you know, it's the little things like that. So I think that's my favorite. And that sweet dick. <laughs> And he eats pussy really good. Anyway, <laughs> who can drink the most whiskey? Me. There's not even a, there's not even a doubt. And she's I, not gonna, I can do pretty good. She, she's not going to argue. You're not going to argue. No. <laughs> uh, when Vic and I started dating, I tried to like drink like drink for drink with him, and I and I consider myself like a you're, you're very good. Yeah, you're very. I'm a pretty. She's pretty not. Heavy a, she's drinker. not a two drink drunk, you know. But no. n- not even close. No. But yeah. Um. No. And yeah, I just I, can't I have a up. stupidly ridiculous tolerance for alcohol. I've, I've watched Vic. I've told like a lot of our friends the story, but like the only time I've ever seen Vic, like not even buzzed, but just like happy, giddy Vic, um, is when he took he literally drank like two like I don't know what the size is like liter bottles of sake, two two of them. I drank like a couple glasses, and I was like, I can't keep drinking this. He finished two of them at dinner and was fine. Yeah, I, I do. And we, walk, and, walked home, and we walked home, and he was fucking fine. And he was just like in a bubbly mood. And I was like, <laughs> I've seen him drink an entire bottle of scotch and be completely fine. Like, he just like doesn't digest alcohol. I don't know. You don't have like, like some kind of superpower. It's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, best thing about our marriage? Um, that we communicate really well. Yeah, agreed. And that fucking pew, 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 sex. Um, no, we have really good communication, and when um, yeah. I mean, and, look, and we're best friends. So there are there are three I think things. That's my favorite. There are three things they always say: destroy a marriage, unrealistic expectations, bad sex life, and financial uh, incompatibility. And we don't have any of those three. We have a great sex life. We have very realistic expectations and talk everything out. And we have always looked at money the same way. So yeah, it's like. And it helps that you're like my best friend. And we're best friends. You're my best friend. Um, one more and we're done. Pick a good one. What? No, no, no. Okay. Um, I only have like f- four more. Okay. Um, age difference number 23 years. Everyone's. Same as- Somebody said I was 22. I'm fucking 31 in September, but thank you. Um, and Vic is. Going to be 54 in October. Thank you. So. 23 I'm, years. So, yeah, uh, we're 23 years The same years distance as Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Yeah. We like that. Uh, we do, we do have an age difference, but like I never think about it until you guys bring it up. But um, yeah, it's, it is. It, he makes me happy, and like I don't think you know. As long as again, two consenting adults, it's fine. Um, how was his response to you being in the industry? Did you have to? Fu- did he have a fuck me daily attitude? 
I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like you want to get fucked all the time. He, of course he wants to get fucked all the time. He's a man. <laughs> Do you not have a fuck me daily like, attitude? <laughs> Um, but he, he knew you want to, you want to know, read my book, wait for the corn. It's literally all in there. Wait for the corn on Amazon. You will learn pretty much most that you need to know about our relationship within the first two chapters. Yeah. Um, ever fucked in a pool? Yes. In fact, we fucked in a pool this week. (laughs) Four or five nights ago. (laughs) Um, it's not my favorite way of fucking, but like, you know, sometimes you're just in the water. Water's actually an anti-lubricant. I do like like being like my ass out of the water, like a little sea monster. Yeah. Anyway. Um, two more. Is Vic insecure? No. <laughs> not at all. Seriously? <laughs> if you've been watching this for four years, have you not noticed? Yeah, he's the most secure human being I've ever met. Um, nothing bothers him. He doesn't give a shit. And, uh, oh, I have two more. One, what does it feel like to be a walking piggy bank? This is a question that says, to Vic. For all of you out there who actually believe that somehow we're together because I'm rich and she's not, have obviously not been paying attention to the fact that she owns five businesses and is a successful artist. You people are out of your fucking minds. We both do very well and do not need each other's money. Yes. And Vic, at all. And for those of you Period. wondering what the fuck Vic does for a living, because I do get a lot of those questions, he has his own PR company. So yeah. we both generate income. Yeah. We both have our own businesses. We both have He's multiple investments. He's not my sugar daddy. I'm not against sugar daddy. But, like, at least give me some credit because I work my ass off. Like, damn. (laughs) But, yeah, no. And and who are you kidding? You've always been against sugar daddies because then you're owned. Yeah. wants to be owned? Some people like that. That's their problem. I do not want a sugar daddy. Um, I like being on equal playing field with my partner. I don't like the feeling of being owned by somebody. Some women might like that or men might like that. But it's just not my cup of tea. It works for you. That's cool. But, yeah, he's not my sugar daddy. I work really hard, man. Give me some credit. I suck dick on camera. Give me some damn credit. Shit. <laughs> Last question. Who proposed? I did. Vic did. And then a month later, she did. Yeah, we both did. <laughs> we both proposed. Um, Vic proposed to me first on New Year's Eve in front of everyone, and it was really, really embarrassing. It's in Times Square when the ball dropped. And I hated it so much. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then a month later, I proposed to Vic. Um, because my, well, in all honesty, like I did not want to hold his ring forever because it gave me super anxiety and I found the like perfect ring for him and whatever. And I wanted to make sure he was going to show up. Cause I was like, what if you, what if I, you don't show up? I asked you asked me, I should ask you. And it was just fun to like plan a day and surprise him. And then he got, it was to, really like, cool. We both got to wear like our rings as engagement rings before we got married. It was like, I, I got a boat ride around the Statue of Liberty, which was really cool. Yeah. He had never been to the Statue of Liberty, even though he yeah, lived, in, lived New in New York my entire life. Never, never been to the Statue of Liberty. So I got like a boat and a captain to take us on like a private tour around. And then I proposed in front of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> so we had an audience. <laughs> the lady in the harbor with the, the ice, ice cream, cream cone. cone. <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for listening. Uh, um, I apologize if Vic talked too much. Yes. So, <laughs> since I do talk too much, please go buy my book, Wait for the Corn, on Amazon. I'm trying to hit a number, so all of you guys would help me out. I would appreciate it. There you go. Um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, Dane Daniels Official. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere you're listening, please like and review, preferably five, ten star, whatever the max is, and leave a good review. 
Um, if you want to see all of those businesses we were telling you about, dannysthings.com. Yeah, I just have everything at dannysthings.com because it's easier. Um, I'm also on Browsers Plus, a new platform that Browsers launched. It's dannyzeezy.com. For those that keep writing to me, speaking of fan questions, asking when I'm going to be doing more browser scenes, there you go. So <laughs> dannyzeezy.com. Um, my OnlyFans is dailybush.com. And my TikTok is Danny Daniels TikTok. I'm still on there, man. The fucking Chinese government's coming for me, but little do they know I'm coming for them. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.